This is Kelly and Tom from Up Yours Downstairs, and we have an important announcement for you. That's right. We have found a great investment opportunity in the Grand Canadian Trunkadelic Railroad, and we are looking to get some cash to do it. However, we need your help. Yes. Log on to patreon.com slash upyoursdownstairs to get in on the ground floor mm-hmm. and gain access to super secret awesome prizes. That's right. Many prizes. A chap I know says that this is a sure investment that cannot fail. Absolutely not. It's as unsinkable as the Titanic. That's right. That is exactly how it is. So uh, definitely visit patreon.com slash upyoursdownstairs and invest today. Boy, a lot of krill in there. Too much? Not enough? I just want to eat cheese until I die. We're kind of obsessed. Welcome to the Palm Court, a Mr. Selfridge podcast. <laughs> I'm Kelly Anakin. And I'm Tom Schneider. We're done! We did it! We did it! We oh made it. Oh my god. Yes. This was a trial. This was. This, all of you who watched this without the support <laughs> of us when it originally aired. Yeah. I don't know what the hell was keeping you going there because yeah. Jesus Christ. This was a slog. You know, I, I will say this episode was only like the third or fourth worst episode of this last it's season. It's true. But. Good God. Well, I mean, and the, the good thing about this episode is that they had either killed or, like, put on a bus <laughs> every storyline that we didn't like. Yeah, that's true. Uh, not that we were... Well, I didn't hate the Whiteley story. Like, you know, that's that, all yeah, that was relatively fine. interesting. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, very little of the Grove clan yeah. groving it up. Right. Uh, you know, this is all pretty streamlined. Yeah. Just the story of Harry losing the store. Yeah. Uh, which is historically inaccurate, I learned oh. from Wikipedia. <laughs> At long last. At long last. Yeah, he, uh, he, well, we can discuss this at yeah. the end. Again, I don't know why you're listening to this <laughs> if you don't want spoilers, but yeah. I try to respect you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, so that there were spoilers. You know, I was speculating, how how are they going to wrap things up? Uh-huh. The theory I had was that the entire store was going to fall off of a platform. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was actually a tiny model of Selfridges, and that fell down the stairs, and then the whole store <laughs> fell off of a platform. <laughs> right. I and like Beatrice how they... rose from the wreckage. Okay, hold up. No, Beat. No, yeah, she just ceased to exist. She ceased to exist. I, I just, but she was our dark mistress. I know. I we know. We have a shrine. <laughs> we do. We have a golden statue. <laughs> it speaks sometimes a language no one's heard. <laughs> Well, so I mean that, yeah. you know, from, from just wow, you know? Yeah. Thanks a lot, eyeliner. Yeah. All we wanted was Beatrice, that and you was- gave us zero Beatrice. <laughs> I know. Like, you could have gotten her. Like, Agnes, I'm sure contractually you were stuck without her, but yeah. come on. You couldn't have got, you could you have recast her. You could have, we haven't seen her since she was a child. We wouldn't recognize the original actress even if she did show up. My <laughs> 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 God. Yeah. You got Violette to come back for one scene. Right. For real. And kept Rosalie there all season just to, like, sit around at home and be like... Boy, pa. You're sad or something. Oh, these people stole our possessions. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it just overall... (sighs) 
I mean, it was no Titanic blood and steel. It was not that. It was not that. Yeah. It was, you know. We should sometime do a ranking <laughs> of just all of the stuff that we've done. Yeah. And like, you know, best to worst. Yeah. Maybe we'll put it on our Patreon. Maybe we will put it on our Patreon. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, yeah. You can totally donate money to us at our Patreon. Yeah. Uh, it's patreon.com slash up yours downstairs. And uh, oh, yeah. You can find us on Twitter. Oh, yeah. All that's five sort of Maggie thing. Smiths. The number five, Maggie Smiths. Yeah. Or on uh, Facebook, search up yours, comma, downstairs, exclamation point. Yeah. And you can send us a, uh, uh, email mm-hmm. at, uh, up yours downstairs at gmail.com. <laughs> That's right. I guess we, we didn't have any, uh, Ellen love letters this week, but if any of you were just like holding out until all reaching the end and wanted to share your final thoughts yeah. on Selfridge, uh, you know, send that our way. We'll, we'll we'd, We'd love to hear it. Yeah, we would. Jesus. (laughs) Anyway, well, we could sit here just vaguely complaining. Right. Or we could specifically complain. Right. Uh, So we open with credits. (gasps) (laughs) 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 They'd apparently realized how out of place those were all year. And we're fine. Let's just put it at the beginning. No cold open. Yeah. Uh, Although, I mean, it did follow the previously on with Jimmy Dillon's body floating off the bridge. (laughs) But whatever. Uh, Okay. So credits and then... Presses! (gasps) Presses! <gasps> Newspapers going through machines! Headlines flying through the air! <laughs> is this the future? <laughs> Jimmy Dillon is dead! Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday Adams is writing things! Uh, Lady May has been linked to Jimmy Dillon, or his death or something. Uh, and then the last one, I there must have been a different article there, but it seemed to be centered on some member of parliament resigning. That's what I saw also! I was, I was like, like, oh no! <laughs> Dylan and now this. <laughs> no, there. It was like it was. Yeah, but it was not positioned well because yeah. your eye went naturally to the the MP thing. Yeah, but it was like something about you know more questions arising in the maybe, murder. Maybe and, it was just an artistic statement reminding us that you know what there are more important things in this department <laughs> store going on. Not according to eyeliner, right? Uh, so fake Doris and Nunu Gordon discuss the proceedings uh and fake doris asks will he be at work like what that member of parliament <laughs> no, <laughs> no he resigned a, yeah. <laughs> learn to read fake doris uh, we see harry reading the paper clearly His hair is clearly disheveled yeah he had a victim a, of mercury poisoning yeah i was gonna say a bit too much mercury last night clearly um Rosalie nags him about the fact that he hasn't gone to work in a while uh and also that lady may wants to talk to him and that's very important to Rosalie. Yeah, because she really likes Lady May. Yeah, for good, solid reasons. Yes, but also those good, solid reasons should also extend to you being like, you know what? Lady May shouldn't date my dad because he's literally the worst. Yeah, he destroys things. Yes, uh, we, we've only begun to see how much he destroys things. Uh, at the store on the shop floor, some customers are gossiping about Lady May. Who? Why is she on the shop floor? Right. She's a clothing designer. She doesn't work on the floor. Yeah. But uh, she's there. Uh, and so Martle says that she'll take over if May wants to take a break, i.e. go back to her actual job. Uh, in the sewing room, the machinists are all gossiping and reading the tabloids. And Tilly tells them to stop gossiping and, like, grabs the paper away. 
And they're like, hey, but then Lady May's there and she's like, Miss Brockless is perfectly correct or whatever. Yeah, but also, like, don't gossip about your employer when she could walk in any minute. Right. Like, I get it. Yeah. I understand. But, like, do that shit in the ladies' room or, like, yeah. You know she's not using, you know, the machinist (laughs) powder room. Right. It's called the powder room because the machines create a fine powder (laughs) and the exhaust empties into their bathroom. (laughs) It already smells bad in there, so it's really no loss. <laughs> uh, George holds his baby, uh, walks in and tells Connie that he made tea. And I'm like, no, that's a baby. <laughs> right. Come on. Uh, uh, his decline has begun. Yeah. Once, Well, yeah, they had the baby, and that was just like the trigger. Yeah. It's like that, the baby gets all the intelligence now. <laughs> so it's like a Marvel movie. <laughs> it is. The baby is just speaking in perfectly formed sentences. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my baby. Oh, I don't have a name yet. Am I allowed to have tea? Can I walk at the loading door? <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so they gossip about Harry not showing up to work, and, and George is like, I can't believe Jimmy killed Victor. <laughs> <laughs> we were like us either. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So they decide that he they will- He seems like he's taking it in stride, though. Yeah. He's like, like, oh, your best friend yeah. that you're super broken up about? Right. Yeah. Because he's like, I can't believe that. And then he's like, well, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I guess they're gonna name their baby Victor, because over the past one to seven weeks, they have not yet come up <laughs> with a name for their firstborn child. Yeah, and apparently never discussed it. <laughs> right. Before it was born. Right. Just, you know, they kept meaning to- What's the male version of Agnes? Uh... Good question. Agnar? (laughs) (laughs) You're thinking of Ragnar Lothbrok. I am always thinking of Ragnar Lothbrok. (laughs) Keen, in Crab's office, uh, scolds him for having defrauded various people. And Mr. Crab doesn't seem as repentant as he would like Mr. Keen. I'm like, you don't seem that sorry, dude. Yeah. Uh, Keen says that if it was up to him, he will fire, he would fire Crab, uh, but he does demand to see Harry's personal accounts. And Crab's like, oh, uh, I should tell you that all those lines marked gambling debts, that's just his code for responsible investments. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't wouldn't do for people to understand how responsible he truly is. Right. Mr. Selfridge is like the Jimmy Fallon of retail magnates. Uh, eyebrows still around yeah and uh, every time he shows up i'm like oh yeah yeah you're on this show yeah he huh. he even had like a bit of a plot arc for a hot minute there mm-hmm. uh and yeah i mean and i guess that's still sort of going on anyway he spends a while plugging things into various sockets and being frustrated and then finds the magic socket and a bunch of lights come on and a bunch of people applaud and i'm like why are you all watching this like shouldn't there be like some sort of like pardon our dust up <laughs> <laughs> don't you have jobs <laughs> well and also if they're store customers it's like leave them alone <laughs> yeah uh anyway so he takes uh meryl to come outside and look from the front and it's a big old light up display and it says three days in you know in light bulbs till the uh 20th anniversary and i'm like it doesn't seem like a worthwhile investment yeah he's like so, it's gonna change every day and i'm like you mean all three days <laughs> right 
I guess four if you count it down to zero, but like, this is a huge waste of resources. Yeah. Like, you maybe should have gotten started on this a bit sooner. Mm -hmm. Like, 20 days till the 20th anniversary. See, yeah. You're talking. That's a good one. But, you know, things have been in flux. (laughs) They have been and continue to be. You had to put that whole circus together for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And then Miss Martle had to make friends with that star. Yeah, but I mean, clearly he and Meryl are going to get married now, so worth yeah. that, worthwhile doing that circus thing. Uh, Nunu Gordon welcomes Keen into his office. Uh, Keen points out that Harry doesn't seem to be showing up to work, and Nunu Gordon says that he's handling things and everything's under control. Uh, and then Hardcastle barges in, and uh, he found out about uh, the various frauds and is peeved. <laughs> <laughs> No peeve like a fraud <laughs> That's right. And announces that both Whiteleys and Selfridges are now embargoed. That must be fun to just be able to embargo people. Yeah. No, I'd be down with that. Yeah. That'd be a tremendous job. Yeah. I think the pretty, like, I think that's why people join the mafia. Mm. You get to do that a lot, I think. Yeah. I mean, kill too. Huh. But, you know, like, you can be like, well, I guess uh, your construction's never going to happen. Customers. If you're in the mafia, <laughs> we'd like to hear who your hiring manager is, because I don't have a job. <laughs> right. Don't speak Italian, but you're a quick study. Mm. Yeah, I know. Mm. I'm just trying to pitch it here. Well, I want to be, uh, what's his name? Tom, what's his name? From, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, that movie. The, the, the what's his name father. Yeah, that. <laughs> the God something. <laughs> the God something. <laughs> Tom Hagen? I don't know. Robert Duvall played him. Yeah. Well, I, you know, we all know who you mean. Yeah. Presumably. Everybody's required to have watched He was that Irish movie, German, apparently. I think. I'm Irish German. Yeah. He probably learned some Italian, though. Yeah, but over There's time. There's plenty of mafias to join, you know. <laughs> I could join the Yakuza. <laughs> I think you'd have a harder time learning Japanese than Italian. I think I'll have a hard time learning anything. Yeah, well, that Thank may be true. Thank you very much. <laughs> I really reached the point in my life where I'm like, I don't, yeah. don't want to do stuff or learn anything. <laughs> I just want to eat cheese until I die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who you could join the... Germans don't really organize anymore after the late unpleasantness. Which one? <laughs> There's been so much. Uh, the, IRA, the IRA never does anything fun anymore. <laughs> You're lucky things have calmed down over there. We have a pipe bomb <laughs> delivered to this apartment. Yeah, no, I know. It's, uh, I know, too soon. Anyway. Uh, Although, if I may digress for a moment here. Sure. I was thinking about, you know, international relations and how ridiculous they are. Okay. Because it's like, you know, and I'm not trying to defend Donald Trump. Right. God knows. Yeah. But, you know, when he talked to Taiwan or whatever and, like, China's so mad and I'm like, hey, China, you're dicks to Taiwan. <laughs> and, like, we're all just supposed to be fine with that? Yeah. And also, it's been you know what 50 60 years you seem to be doing fine without taiwan like no and just like when people are like oh like nobody has any diplomatic experience and i'm like well to be fair all diplomatic experience means is catering to the whims of like nation states who have the skin thickness of a three-year-old with yeah. a skin knee and they're like what? and i'm like hey what yeah, the planet is going to catch on fire. <laughs> yeah, could we stop? Yeah, like listen, Taiwan's just not that into you. Like, come on. 
Anyway, but just like the fact that like diplomacy is literally just like, why do we have weapons? <laughs> like we all are way like human again. Human beings are not good at doing anything. This is true. Like, shouldn't we not have wars anymore? I'm down with that. Should we not kill anyone? Uh, I'm also okay with that. Uh, but here we are. I know. I suspect most people on this podcast, like, we're not killers. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Probably not going to get any uh, hits on that mafia, like, shout yeah, out probably in our listenership. Not. Boo. <laughs> Just for fun. Like, I wouldn't really want that job. I told you that ad in the church bulletin would work out that, Tony. <laughs> it would. <laughs> Catholics love a scam. <laughs> uh, anyway, Lady May, sad. <laughs> I very nearly did a spit. <laughs> I know we're pleased that this did not happen. <laughs> yeah. But oh my God. Yeah. They're not as good on radio. <laughs> um, so she calls Harry uh, and Rosalie answers and is like, uh, sorry. And Nunu Gordon then barges past to see Harry and asks him why he's not at the store, explains how the embargo has happened, um, and that, you know, this is all Jimmy Dillon's fault, conveniently, because he's dead. Um, Harry says that he put too much trust, isn't trust in him. And Nunu Gordon says, we were all dazzled by him. Eh, incorrect. <laughs> we were not dazzled. We were like, why is this not very attractive guy plowing Lady May? Yeah. We don't appreciate this. Lady May wasn't even dazzled by him. Poor Catherine Kelly. Oh, man. God, she's just, and in this episode in particular, yeah. it's really the where. Yeah. Oh, the where. Yeah. She is just like, I need to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. I sort of feel like you could go back and like watch her performance and figure out what order they shot the scenes. I know. In. <laughs> I was just thinking that because I'm like, I'm sure they didn't shoot this all in order. Right. Although I don't know how television production, like if they do all of the scenes for a particular episode mm -hmm. or what. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, Nino Gordon says that he has Harry needs to either come back to the store or leave everything up to Nino Gordon, but he has to decide. And Harry was like, "Wait a minute, you suck." <laughs> <laughs> So Harry's back at the store. Hooray! Issuing commands for things to happen. Nunu Gordon calls him chief, which I don't think he's ever called him before. It's weird. It is weird. I found it uncomfortable. Well, Grove... And I'm not even thrilled with when he calls him Pa. Oh, right. Grove left that to him in his will. <laughs> well, Mr. Crab says it too. No, that's true. Uh, Crab says that they will own Whiteley's, but until it's like through probate or whatever, they can't sell it. So that's not an option. Uh, but apparently like they're gonna call all the suppliers in and razzle dazzle them and get them to invest in a monorail or something which i'm like i don't get how this is supposed to work yeah. like his demands are very clear money <laughs> like money yeah real actual uh pounds and pence yeah in their coffers yes like not the old you know used car salesman <laughs> harry selfridge magic right. like just was he fall, fall down off of a platform again? <laughs> uh, in Crab's office, Crab tells Nunu Gordon that uh, about Keen wanting to see the personal accounts. And Nunu Gordon's like, oh, that's all cleared up, right? And he's like, well, Harry does owe a lot of money to the chairman's account. Yeah. And Nunu Gordon's like, uh, oh, shit. Well, and then he's like, oh, well, the Wholesalers Association, if, if we can get this embargo lifted, if we can get the Wholesalers embargo lifted, the Civic Society won't care one jot about that chairman's account. Like, have you met these people? 
they care one jot per jot. Yeah. They are detail oriented. <laughs> they like, care at least a jot and a half. Yeah. Crazy people. Uh, so Lady May in Harry's office, uh, he asks how she's been and she's like, I've been at work every day doing my job, having people stare at me and gossip. Uh, where have you been, you lazy bastard? <laughs> uh, He's like, I had feelings. And Harry's toxic masculinity strikes again. <laughs> Indeed. Harry's like, you know, oh, I, I owe you an apology. I promise you I will make it up to you. And I'm like, that should go on Harry Selfridge's tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Except that he probably wouldn't have enough money when he died. <laughs> I owe you one tombstone. <laughs> it's just like a bottle of champagne. <laughs> it's like, here. <laughs> In death as in life. <laughs> Treat my floozies kindly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for the floozies. Like, as much yeah. as I hated the Dolly sisters, we've gotten a lot of mileage on floozies. <laughs> yeah. They, much they, like uh, sexually active men. <laughs> That's right. They've kept us afloat. <laughs> They've kept us afloat. <laughs> Uh, Eyebrows is going to be doing some reception in the Palm Court and is concerned that... It's the wholesaler's reception. Right. And uh, is concerned that the company is falling apart. A bunch of flowers arrive for May, and she seems happy. She's like, oh, for me? And like, then- who would send you flowers at this point? Everybody's dead or Lord Loxley. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Harry uh, invites... Mrs. Grove, which was annoying to hear, but anyway, invites Miss Martle into Grove's old office and says that he's glad to have her back and he wants her as deputy manager, the job her husband did so well. And I'm like, okay, first of all, what's her job now? <laughs> Who's going to do that job? Right. Secondly, <laughs> um, like, has there just not been a deputy manager it's like- for however many weeks months or years it's been well it can't have been that didn't uh that baby get born right around the same time that mr grove died yeah so i think you know yeah it's it's been between three and 90 days okay so <laughs> he's like listen the no- the name on the door already says grove and we can't afford to change it so i don't know if you heard but we recently committed some fraud <laughs> <laughs> so we can't put a non grove in this office, otherwise that's just more fraud. <laughs> I hope you don't mind that we just drew the S on. <laughs> you enjoy mercury poisoning? Let's get some sushi. Uh, yeah, so uh the flowers were of course returned to Plunkett and uh Martel seems happy with her new job. So, Great. You know, fine. Good for her. Her yeah. hair looks nice. Yeah, we like her well enough. Uh, so Harry continues stalking Lady May. He shows up in her office, and she is selling her shares and going back to Paris. Hooray! Good. Yeah. Get the hell out of there. Harry Get says... Get Violette to fly you in her plane! <laughs> uh, Harry says he loves her, which is clearly not true. <laughs> uh, Martel and Crab discuss the fact that May is leaving... Uh, at Selfridge House, Rosalie says that she's sending Harry off to the reception or whatever and says, maybe when this is all fixed, we can have more family time. What family? Beatrice isn't there. What's the point? Right. Who's going to conjure up Satan's treats? (laughs) Your family is that weird Russian guy and his mistress. (laughs) (laughs) We never 
see him either. I know. And like, I didn't even like him. But I was just like, come on. Like, yeah. They're going to keep calling you Mrs. Dabalatov. Let's get some Dabalatov up in here. <laughs> Is there any Dabalatov in you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he tells Rosalie that May is leaving, and she is, of course, sad. Martel calls Tilly into her office and asks her to be the head machinist. Um, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, good job, Tilly. Yeah. We're pleased for you. Yes. And also that racism has been solved. Right. And, uh, yeah, and he introduces her to uh, Harry, and he says that the best always rises to the top here, uh, or people that are related to the people that are already at the top. Yes. So... Between the two of them, <laughs> things rise to various levels. Well, if you were related to somebody who was at the top, like what, what, where else could you go? Right. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Him. Were you going to go to the tea emporium? <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fake Doris. <laughs> Anunu Gordon says that all the suppliers will come to this reception. He's telling Harry this in his office. Uh, Rose's portrait looks over their shoulders. Her forehead is so huge. <laughs> yes. I just wanted Roddy the rat to like crash through the wall. And be like, hey, you never pay me for that pie take. It's <laughs> gonna take it, pussy. <laughs> well, she's dead. <laughs> I'm lungitis. <laughs> she was so busy being married to Harry Selfridge. She forgot to cure lungitis. <laughs> Uh, so it's, they're at the big reception. Nunu Gordon offers Hardcastle some champagne and feels that he did well doing that. Uh, so Harry gives up to make his speech. And let me just say, these suppliers are the most gullible bunch of fools I have ever seen. They all just nod no matter who's talking. Like, <laughs> right. Are you like those, like, are you just bobbleheads? <laughs> they're all just like, oh, JFK's a convincing speaker. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is, yeah, this is great. Right. <laughs> So anyway, How Harry's much champagne. Have they had? <laughs> yeah, Harry's like, uh, you know, we're gonna have the anniversary. If your stock is here, people will be buying your stuff. And so his big promise is that they will get three-year fixed contracts. I have no idea how good of an offer that is. It doesn't seem like a super great deal for them. Yeah, like because if it's a fixed contract, I mean, I guess like they're buying. You know, the 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 point there, I think, is that they're buying. The same amount. They're not adjusting based on demand. Yeah. Well, so, I would, you know, and I would assume it's like a minimum thing. So, I mean, to, to the extent that even if the store went under, they could get some amount out of it yeah. out of bankruptcy without actually having to deliver the goods. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know either. But the uh, again, and it's impossible to, you know, the suppliers all love this plan, but it's hard to tell what that means. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, because then immediately... Mr. Yeah. Hardcastle is like, I am from the north. <laughs> That's not how a northern no, accent No, it wasn't. He's was, he was like, I don't know. I had it before. He was basically like that guy in the Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes. <laughs> Huge track. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Sam Samuel Tarley in. Uh, uh, yeah. I always yeah because they don't really have northern ac- or do they have they don't really have northern accents the ones that live in the north yeah well I mean that's the thing about England is there's like four different northern accents yeah so. well anyway listen yeah let's not Hardcastle is not impressed by this Ponzi Southern wheeling and dealing <laughs> he's a hard headed northern man that has workers that he has to pay and blah 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 and 
no and, deal yeah and then everybody's like yeah no deal and they leave and i'm yeah. like you guys were just super into this <laughs> yeah. i was like oh man they're gonna pull this off yeah i'm like this doesn't seem good but you know what since when has that stopped this show <laughs> right uh so rosalie shows up at maze basically in disguise because she looks like no one i've ever seen on this show she looked like a dog wearing a hat and dress in a disney movie yeah it was just bizarre like her nose looked very long i was like who's this i got excited for a second and i thought it was beatrice but it wasn't i know spoiler alert it was never beatrice i know we already talked about I that know. i think they know i th- i am they know all too well at this point. We're kind of obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> and Rosalie is like trying to pitch May not to leave. And she's like, remember when he fell off that platform? <laughs> like, yeah, it was hilarious. But the, I don't see why that's relevant. <laughs> why would that keep me here? He's not going to do it again. <laughs> oh, isn't he? <laughs> um, I don't know what he does in his spare time. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, Rosalie says that May is part of their family. And I'm like, no, she's not. No, again, your family is that Russian guy <laughs> and his mistress. <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't get any more of Rosalie and Wednesday Adams' wacky adventures. Like, those were fun. I liked those. Those, those were fun, yeah. You Even know, it, though they were baffling. Yeah. I watched Home Alone last night, and it made me think of Wednesday Adams. <laughs> yeah. He was like, that's my granddaughter. <laughs> No, and May's family is some sort of hypothetical, like, Parisian First Wives Club. Like, Yes, I would watch that show. Yeah. Oh, man, Parisian First Wives Club? Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 20s, Deco. Oh, God. Yeah. I should be there, not here. <laughs> uh, Harry pours himself a drink in his office and, like, has a mini fight with Nunu Gordon who also pours himself a drink and is like, ah, I got to do something, and then puts the drink down on Harry's desk. And there's just like a shot of Nunu Gordon's half-finished drink and the drink that Harry is holding and Harry, and I'm like, what? Is he just going to finish Nunu Gordon's drink? They just is that left what you're the saying? camera running, and they were like <laughs> five seconds short on the episode, and they were like, well... How could they be five seconds short when they have a giant montage coming up? Uh, anyway. Dude, don't spoil the montage. <laughs> it was the only good part of this season. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I uh, wish they had the stick poking kitty in <laughs> slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. But no such luck. Yeah, no shots of LeClaire's beard. Oh. <laughs> I miss him. He was so handsome. He was very handsome. Well, we'll see him later. I know. Everybody calm down. I'm very calm. I know. Calmer than you. <laughs> uh, then Harry, like, because he tells Nunu Gordon that he's going to think of something. And then ha- Nunu Gordon leaves. And then Harry seems to be like, ah, I have an idea. His idea is to go over to Lady May's house. Like, that's it. It's not a good idea. Yeah. And she's gone. And there's, like, drop cloths on all the furniture and everything. Um, and then I was like, oh yeah, that was actually Harry's. Yeah, he like owned that. It was like Violette's or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, so whatever. I was like, how did you just get in there? <laughs> I have my way. <laughs> Eden of Mercury. You can open any lock. <laughs> he must have just loved sushi so much. Like, I don't understand. Cause I like sushi. But it's like, I don't like every day be like, I want sushi. Yeah. Some people do though. Some people do and I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I don't want to, you know, I'm not into this whole sushi burrito thing. Cause I'm like, why would you want that much raw fish? Yeah. It seems a bit excessive, I but don't know. hey, 
Different strokes. I'm from the Midwest. That's right. I think casseroles are dope. <laughs> uh, at Crap Club, Nunu Gordon <laughs> meets Mr. Keen. At least we got Crap Club. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, <laughs> the crap age. <laughs> uh, Harry sits at breakfast, not even touching his food. Um, I know. He's so wasteful. Yeah. A rose- I hope Fraser gets to eat his leaving. <laughs> I'm sure he does. He's a terrible butler. <laughs> Mr. Carson would blow a gasket. He saw how bad Fraser was at his job. <laughs> you let Mr. Golden go in. <laughs> Not to mention those hired goons. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Rosalie tells him that the Civic has called and wants him to be there at 10. Uh, Harry arrives at the giant, imposing London Civic Builders and Society. Like, Only this show <laughs> would decide that the fiscally solvent, responsible <laughs> members of society are the enemy. Right. It's like what? Because again, this whole episode is like pitched as like the tragic downfall of Mister Selfridge, with Keen as the smiling villain. And I'm like, no, dude, you fucked up. Yeah, you made a bunch of terror, like. Fully cognizant of your bad decisions, yeah. you still made them. Yeah. When you and Nunu Gordon and Jimmy Dillon were all like, let's just buy Whiteleys. No questions asked. You deserve to deal with the consequences. You l- l- deliberately stated out loud that you were risking all of your money on this mm-hmm. and didn't look at their books. Anyway, sorry, everybody. We're very upset. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Harry shows up there. Mr. Crab is there as well. Uh, they go into the table in the, uh, oversized conference room that's got like 35 foot ceilings. And like, it is just weird. It had anyway. like a nice parquet floor. Yeah. I mean, it looked nice. Yeah. It just felt like some sort of like cathedral or something. I don't uh, know. I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know how they do business. Yeah, me neither. They for a, a cathedral foreclosed and they <laughs> made a lemonade. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so all the people are sitting along the table. Uh, Harry sits down at the foot of the table. Nunu Gordon up very near the head of the mm-hmm. table. The head guy announces that the Civic Building Society will pay off the uh, supplier's debts. And in return, they expect that when Whiteley's is officially belonging to the Selfridges, that they will sell it to the Civic Building Society or that they will make an offer with the expectation that it will be accepted. Mm-hmm. Their offer is nothing. One would imagine. But that's not all. <gasps> there is a condition. What is it? Harry has to sell all his shares and resign. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> so Harry starts to protest and Mr. Keene is like, you know, you're scandalous and the floozies and the gambling. And, he's and like, Harry's like, you mean the Dolly sisters? <laughs> that's over. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but you're still paying for it. <laughs> right, you're still paying for it. And also, they were the l- last in a long string of floozies. Like, odds are there's more floozies to come. So many floozies. <laughs> so little time. A crab defends Mr. Selfridge, says that all these personal attacks have been answered, and that in a business sense, uh, Selfridge has always turned a healthy profit with Harry in charge. Uh, and that's where Keenan's like... Uh, would you say that his personal finances are above reproach, Mr. Crab? And Crab's like, uh. And Keen says, well, see, I have the chairman's account, which was provided to me by Nunu Gordon. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
Listen, I've been team Nunu Gordon for a while, <laughs> and it is really gratifying to see Nunu Gordon be like, guess what, Pa? You suck. I rule. <laughs> These guys seem totally reasonable to me. Yeah, yeah. These guys would never trick me into buying a department store <laughs> that I don't need because I'm trying to fit in with them or whatever because yeah. you were a bad father. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently Harry owes 118,000 pounds to the chairman. And in today's money, that is too much. Yeah. Uh, Harry admits that he cannot pay that. He will be getting a pension of 6,000 pounds a year. Uh, so he'll be able to pay off his debt in 40 years. Like, I'm confused by that part of it. Uh, and he may use the title of president with the understanding that it carries no authority. I mean, my feeling is like, you know, they don't actually expect him to ever pay that back. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that like, must be the he's case. he's essentially defaulting on yeah, a loan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Harry says that, you know, they can't do this. He built that store. He says, this is my name on that store. And Nunu Gordon says, our name. Oh, we, like, lost our shit. <laughs> we were like, oh, no, he did it. But he did, and he it was did. great. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't care if it's historically inaccurate. <laughs> I was like, you get it, Nunu Gordon. <laughs> That's right. I like you so much. Yeah. Uh, so Harry wanders out in a daze. And Crab's like, uh, this this way, chief. <laughs> How much mercury have you had today, chief? <laughs> Too much? Not enough? <laughs> uh, Harry walks to his office, still dazed. Plunkett is hurt already. So. Which I'm like, how, yeah. man? Did Nunu Gordon call ahead? <laughs> Saying, go my secretary now, Miss Plunkett. <laughs> Plunkett's got her sources. Uh, in Martle's office or Crab's, Martle's like, how could they? It's like, well, he lost all their money. That's, that's yeah, how they Why could. is everybody's like, guys, there's all these rumors swirling <laughs> because they're true. Yeah. That's not always the case with rumors, but in this case, it is. Yeah. And Crab complains about how the civic society is so, like, they, they just look at the world as a balance sheet and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And like, that's, that's their job. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he's that that Mr. Selfridge is a better man than any of them, which it also seems to not be true. No, he drinks and gambles and whores. Like, yeah, that's, he's a terrible person. Yeah, made his wife's life miserable. I was just trying to like I was going to say killed his damn wife, but like he didn't quite, but he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her lungs would have been much better if she had had a more faithful husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid she has a floozy transmitted disease. <laughs> I'm afraid it's fluzitis. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we do in the future, we should make sure there's something with floozy. Man, these floozy jokes are bottomless. Yeah, they just keep going. Like floozies themselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now Harry sits at his desk and flips through a bunch of old photos. Montage. <gasps> Starting with the first scene of him being like, this is a million dollar hole in the ground or whatever. Um, and so we get to see, uh, you know, we get to see Agnes Tower. And she's like, you, you can't put the gloves on. <laughs> Mr. Selfridge. <laughs> Indeed she is. Uh, we see Monsieur Leclerc. Oh, b- oh up he's displays. smoking and setting off sprinklers. <laughs> and I'm like, mm. Yeah. Oh, ha. Yeah. 
just uh just all the stuff from when we used to enjoy this show uh florian shows up yeah and apparently uh uh delphine is in there somewhere yeah according but to I, the closing credits yeah but i didn't we must see have her, her but yeah yeah just you know fun fun times guys yeah and it was and i was like is this just gonna be the last like 15 20 minutes of the episode because i'm fine with that i would also be fine with that <laughs> uh but no it eventually is interrupted by a new gordon explaining that pop Stop reminiscing. <laughs> You're in my chair. <laughs> he explains that he had to save the store. Uh, Crab comes in and says that the stock is arriving from the suppliers. Uh, and Harry asks Crab what he'll be doing, and he says that his time is over too, and he is str- strangely happy about it. I'm like, you and me both, Crab. I was like, are you going to die? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know why he was so loyal to Mr. Selfridge for all... Oh, right, emotional abuse. Yeah. But <laughs> still. Yeah. Uh, he says he has one last thing to arrange, and Harry asks Nunu Gordon to walk out of the store with him. They have to show that there's solidarity or whatever. Uh, some guy shows Wednesday Adams the headline that says, like, Harry Selfridge ousted, and Wednesday, like, changes it to the Earl of Oxford Street bows out. And I'm like... Why? He was a jerk to you this whole season. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. George goes into Harry's office, asks if there's anything he can do to help... Uh, they talk about his baby or whatever. I'm sorry. I just can't deal with that baby. <laughs> right. And I know it's like, they're like, who else has been around since the beginning? Wait, really? Just, just George? George? <laughs> Is that true? I mean, Lady May. And Crab. And Crab. Miss Martle's been there since the beginning. Yeah. I mean, she had a... She had a hiatus. But yeah. But, uh, yeah. Ma's dead. Rose is dead. Kitty and Mustache are gone. Uh, Doris Classic is dead. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Miss Towler is gone. Right. Henri is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Remember how they were best friends? Yeah. But like, I guess they never see each other anymore or uh, talk. Funny life. <laughs> so yeah, they walk out with Nunu Gordon and the staff is lined up to say goodbye. So yeah, Martel and Crab are there as the other two representatives of the past. <laughs> and everybody else on there is a complete stranger to us. Mm-hmm. Um, Gets off the elevator downstairs, a whole bunch of people there, there's applause, uh, Harry gives a speech that's more or less how you would imagine it to be. Um, I can't even remember what he said. Yeah. And uh, we just watched this, like, 40 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, George's baby cries. And everybody's like, aw, shut that kid up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he says to Nunu Gordon, look after it. And then he walks out the door. And I'm like, Gordon, Yeah. That's why he sold you out, dude, because you sucked at looking after it. <laughs> he walks out the door, hops in a cab. Take me to the nearest floozy. Oh, that's not what happens. No, it's not what happens. Oh, oh, they've got one more gut punch for us, y'all. Yeah. Uh, well, they show us Nunu Gordon sitting at what his now his desk. Uh, and then Harry's standing outside the store, staring at it like a sap. Um, no, and I'm like, dude, people can see you. <laughs> right. You're I'm not invisible. Actually surprised that there are not like newspaper people yeah. right there, as there always seem to be around mm-hmm. the store, except now when you're front page news. Anyway. Uh, prefer when he's third page news. <laughs> well, there was another headline somewhere that Germany was still arming. Oh, right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that MP is probably still resigning, so. <laughs> <laughs> they were all diverted. <laughs> And, of course, Lady May shows up. Um, 
she says that you know she's like oh i'm going off to paris and then rome or whatever uh she says that she loves him which is clearly not true and they walk off to travel the world together uh and then there's just a picture of the real harry gordon selfridge and like a small picture that he's not in the foreground of and it's like (laughs) what really is this the only known photo of I Harry Selfridge? I wish they had a more bombastic mustache for this character. <laughs> you know how we feel about, you know, walrus-esque mustaches. Like it, he had one. He did indeed. It was, boy, a lot of krill in there. <laughs> so this was Mr. Selfridge. This. <laughs> a television show which began, you know, and was great. It was great. It was I great. Remember the first how- two seasons were phenomenally good. We liked it better than Downton the first two seasons. And Granted, then you know, the sharp... Yeah. Sharp decline in quality. And I feel like particularly this season. Like, I yeah. feel like last season wasn't good, but I feel like this season just had nothing to offer. No. And clearly everybody was just running out the clock. Yeah. Uh, I did learn about the historical inaccuracies. So Harry Selfridge was not actually forced out of Selfridge's until 1941. Mm-hmm. But his personal fortune was more or less decimated during the Great Depression. Okay. Uh, which we have not hit yet. Right. Because I think it's still 1928. Yeah. Uh, his mother actually died well, in 1924. Been, it's the 20th anniversary, right? So yeah. They said when it started, it was either 1908 or 1909. It was 1909. Okay, so. So, yeah. So, So it's it's 1929 at this point. Uh, It was 1928 when we started. Right. Yeah, yeah. Remember? Biarritz? (laughs) Biarritz? (laughs) Biarritz. Beatrice? (laughs) She's not here, guys. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Um, Yeah. There were, uh, yeah, and uh, this, I did not find this on Wikipedia, but somebody wrote, like, uh, Nunu Gordon actually, like, fell out with his father when he was very young and, like, moved back to the States. Mm. Um, and according to somebody, somebody, like, wrote in and said, like, he, like, never married, uh, uh Dor- new, uh, fake Doris. <laughs> too many, too many nicknames, guys. I'm yeah. twisted. Um, so yeah, so I want to read that book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shopping Seduction and Mr. Selfridge. There you go. Uh, and, uh, you know, see what the deal was. Right. Because, it's fascinating. Yeah. And I'm curious to see how things match up, if they do match up. Yeah. There was on Wikipedia a woman whose name I cannot pronounce, mm-hmm. who seemed like she might have been the inspiration for Lady May. Mm. She became a famous decorator who was known for decorating rooms in uh, only shades of white. And I was like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. That it's- is some played out, new jack, bougie, like Newport, Rhode Island bullcrap. If I had gotten her on Trading Spaces... I would have been pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, we all know you only want Hildy. <laughs> and not even because you like what she does. No. She's crazy. <laughs> anyway, this yeah. brings us to the very last edition of the selfie. That's right. Uh, so we start off with the Nailin' It Award. Unquestionably Nunu Gordon. Yeah. He... Look, if this whole season had just been about Nunu Gordon, mm-hmm. I would have loved it. Like, kick Mr. Selfridge out in the first episode and then show me what happens, you know, post yeah. Harry's ouster. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. I there's mean, noth- I mean, it's called Mr. Selfridge. Right. Not, not Mr. Mr. S- Gordon. Yeah, or Mr. Selfridge Jr. <laughs> I, mean, I like the idea of Mr. Selfridge Jr. as like a kid's spinoff. Yeah, of like it. Muppet Babies. Yeah. <laughs> Selfridge babies are gambling debts for you. <laughs> There'd be a tiny version of the Dolly sisters. <laughs> They'd be like Skeeter and Scooter. Yeah. <laughs> Lady May would be Miss Piggy. Right. 
I guess Mr. Selfridge would be Kermit, but he seems more like a Fozzie bear to me. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would make Mr. Grove Kermit. Yeah. And Mr. Crab Gonzo? Ralph? Yeah, Mr. Crab is more of a Rolf. Yeah. Um, who's crazy enough to be baby Gonzo? Uh... Monsieur Leclerc. <laughs> <laughs> and then Agnes Taller is animal. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, let's. <laughs> Next, we have the Window Worthy Award. That goes to the window. An actual window. <laughs> That's I think right. This may be the first time that this has happened this season. Possibly. There might have been one other one. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, it's it was, good. It was They're in fine. full swing of Art Deco. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. So. Great. Good fonts all around. Next up, we have the stick poke. That goes to Lady May saying she loves Harry because right. no, you don't. Right. This is not real. Yeah. And this, this is the Matrix. This is not supported by the text, not supported by the characterization, not, not supported, supported by, by the performance. performance. Yeah. God, I just every line reading for Catherine Kelly is basically an eye roll. Yes. <sighs> <laughs> I want an Olivier Award for the stage. <laughs> And finally, <laughs> the eyeliner scale of eyeliner. And that is a pencil. Yeah. Pretty solid middle of the road episode yeah. for this abysmal yeah. season yeah. of television. By four season standards. It was, yeah. Yeah. Fine. It wasn't as bad as the previous episode. Yeah. It wasn't a complete disaster. Yeah, I, And you again, know, because they destroy like every plot line was wrapped up basically yeah. except for the harry centric ones yeah and you know nunu gordon and you know what what is the baby's name <laughs> we were all real concerned yeah and you know nunu gordon actually you know doing some maneuvering and uh that was that was not bad this just so reminds me of like the later seasons of degrassi like <laughs> i don't know you know if i've said that already maybe but like uh you know like the holly J years <laughs> when i was so- like what so I guess George Taller would be Spinner in this scenario? Yeah, we did already talk okay. about this. Did we? All right. Yeah. I never forget shit-talking Spinner. <laughs> <laughs> you just turned down a date with one of Degrassi's coolest girls for your mom's pasta sauce? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, then explain it to me. The amount of spit that just came out of my mouth is unbelievable. Yeah. So, well. yeah, this is the end of the Palm Court, folks. Yeah, this is the show that was... So, there will never be a next time. Yeah. But still, tighten your bouts!